Previously on Yahweh's Hard Talk. I have experience of circles for the last 30 years. Having worked as a cooperative officer for seven years, then after that I became a CEO of circles for about 15 years. So when you talk of being a circle damu, I'm really there. I'm a strong believer. <laughs> I'm a strong believer of savings because I know without savings, there can never be any investments. Savings, we say it is a, it is a, it is a prerequisite to investments. It's only through savings that you can actually have investments. Welcome to Hard Talk, a podcast that looks at how we use technology and specifically ICTs in our daily professional and personal lives. Be it technological advancement in the transport industry, the revolution caused by the mobile phone, I also cover the disruption it is causing in the food and also the building industry. I'm your host, Robert Yawe, an ICT practitioner with over 30 years experience. Sometime in 2017, I wrote an article titled A Nation of Roofers. There is an obsession with issues of the cloud, yet 90% of those with on-premise data centers are clueless about the total cost of ownership for all that hardware and software that sits on their premise. It was a breath of fresh air when Catherine, then the CIO for CDN Bank, revealed that she had recently signed off with a hardware vendor to provide the bank with on-premise infrastructure as a service. I am sure the only way she was able to sell this to the board was because she is female. Yes, I am sure somebody will come screaming about the issue of me claiming that it's because she was female. I do not mean it in any derogatory term, but more in terms of generally females are better at nurturing something and then finally letting it go. And like most of us men who when we nurture something, we believe it needs to belong to us forever. In the same article, I indicated the issue of input-based reasoning versus output-based reasoning. What this mainly means is we need to stop thinking only of the input of a process and then ask ourselves, what output are we really looking for? This is what has revolutionized what's happening in the world today. I'm sure most of you are familiar with platforms such as Uber, which do not own any vehicles, or Airbnb, who do not own any property, hotel rooms or houses. So what those companies are doing is they are concentrating more on the output-based reasoning. The interesting thing is the government of Kenya seems to have a better appreciation of this than most of our private sector entities. A few years ago, the government decided to lease all its vehicles from third-party companies who are then responsible for the capex cost and were also responsible for maintenance and other costs. So government was only responsible for the OPEX part of the business. Why would this be a much better opportunity? It's because now all government needed was to get people from A to B. They were not interested in who owns what moves the people from A to B thus making an output-based reasoning, the ideal approach to doing things. Long time we called this outsourcing, but for various reasons, outsourcing seems to have gotten a bad reputation after we took it over for call centers only and not looking at it across the board for all kinds of activities. When I wrote the article and when I used the title Nation of Roofers, what I was referring to is that we are always busy celebrating information and never asking ourselves what is the source. Today we celebrate things like electronic money, 
or mobile money. Yet we forget that at the other end of that process, the most, most likely a physical good that needs to be moved from A to B. For those who know me well, you know that for years I've been preaching about becoming the postmaster general. And more of it was to also affect the same issue. If I buy a shoe online, there is no way it can be delivered online. Its delivery will have to be done physically. So we keep celebrating the top end of a process and not the entire part of it. So in the article, I mentioned something about Vimal, who former CEO of Bitcoin Oil, I believe he's now the chairman, once raised the concern that he could pay a farmer anywhere across the country using mobile money. But he had no way to get their produce back to his factory in Thika, which says a lot. We've, you'd have assumed that payment was a missing link in the process of sorting out e-commerce. But it seems that our problem has always been the logistic side of it. Post-harvest losses are a huge issue, all because we do not have efficient logistic systems. Yet today we have connectivity across 80% of the country. We could easily have Safaricom, for example, deploy within all their masts an IoT platform, which then means that we can then concentrate on low data-driven devices to give us feedback on issues such as weather across the country, who has planted, who has not planted. All of this is data today which, unfortunately, is more available to third parties sitting across the world in places like the U.S. through satellite. And which is why when we, we are told there's a shortage of maize, then Parliament are asked to give an approval for importation. The day after the approval is issued, we are told that the ship is offloading already in Mombasa. So how exactly was that done? It's because... The rest of the world, for those who've embraced data, they are able to tell whether we'll have a bumper harvest or not three to four months before the, that situation arises. So they go and buy wheat, maize, on the global commodities market and start sailing it towards the, the shores of Kenya, knowing very well that we shall not have sufficient crop to feed ourselves. As I said, I wrote the article in 2017. It's now 2022. That's, I believe... Uh, five years later and yet we still are refusing to acknowledge that moving money around is not our biggest problem our biggest problem is how to get goods across from a to b and how to collect data continuously and be able to use it for decision making we need to stop building our houses from the roof and it's time that we went and dug foundations and built the unit from the ground up this podcast production is done by Acute Media.